0: Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to Driver Picks the Podcast. Where I pick
1: the podcast. And I shut my cake off. You sound like you've forgotten the premise of a podcast. And today we will be talking about the 15th episode of the first season of Supernatural titled The Benders. Jamie, what did you think? Okay, I think we're just going to dive right into my PSA this week. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. That off strong. Yeah, I I want you to guess what you think my PSA will be this week though.
1: Don't. Hunt
0: people. Bingo! Wait, Yes. My PSA this week is do not hunt people for sport. It is not worth it. Don't do it.
1: Jamie, I love your PSAs, but they're getting more and more niche. I don't think that's going to apply to anyone.
0: (laughs) It applies to everyone, Bethany. Everyone is capable of hunting other people for sport. Therefore, it applies to everyone. Just because most people don't need it doesn't matter. Still needs to be said.
1: Does it? Yes. It doesn't go without saying. No. It's not like apparently not.
0: You do know there are apparently like islands and shit where billionaires pay to hunt people for sport.
1: What? Have you never heard of that? That sounds like the biggest conspiracy theory.
0: It may be. I don't know. But I swear to God, yes, ha! I'm correct.
1: Don't sound so excited about that, Jamie. That's terrible news. (laughs) Okay, maybe this is satire. Maybe I'm not correct. (laughs) (laughs) New
0: PSA. Check your fucking sources. (laughs) No. Here. Reliable source. Actual newspaper where I recognise the newspaper. So, hunting humans set to
1: become big business for the super rich within the next hundred years. Oh, so it's a prediction. Yeah. That makes more sense. Like, it still doesn't make sense. But also, like... So your PSA is directly targeted towards, like, Jeff Bezos. Yes, exclusively. Right, Jeff, if you're listening. (laughs) First of all, I have problems with your ethics. Second of all, just stop. And also, you don't need to go to space. And you look stupid in that cowboy hat. No one's laughing, Jeff. Everyone's mad. Did you hear that Elon Musk is making a human, like, robot android thing? Like a AI servant? No. I literally heard about this yesterday. It's only going to be like five foot eight, which stuck out to me because that means I'm going to be taller than Elon Musk's AI robot. And wow, I'm- rub it in. <laughs> Sorry, this is literally, none of this has been about Supernatural this no. time. <laughs> okay. So how do you feel about, I'm going to just tie it back. <laughs> what, hunting people for sport? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie, what's your opinion? No. How do you feel about your prediction? <laughs> How was I meant to know (laughs) that
0: it's going to be literally an episode that has nothing to do with the title The Benders? Oh, Like, literally nothing. I've watched the episode. I've now seen the episode. I do not know how they come up with that title. Yeah, neither do I. Which, like, they could have gone with the title, like, Missing or something.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, Sam goes
0: missing. Lost and found. Lost and found. Hide and seek. (laughs) Or, you know, like Shoot to
1: Kill or, like... Yeah, like... So many other titles they could have fucking gone with. Mm Mm-hmm. The benders. I wonder if it's maybe some kind of cult reference that we just don't understand.
0: I don't... don't,
1: You want to Google it I'm Googling
0: it. This episode is just going to be 40 minutes of me Googling, but... Usually
1: that's my job.
0: Yeah, it's annoying me.
1: (laughs) Riveting podcast content, just furious typing.
0: No, it is a reference. Oh, okay. Okay, it comes up with the first thing like the google suggests is bloody benders the bender family also known as the bloody benders were a family of serial killers who lived and operated in lafayette no not lafayette lafayette county kansas from may 1871 to december 1872 they killed 11 people i'm going to assume they hunted them for sport doesn't pop up the rest of
1: that's like true crime though that's fun
0: oh but the benders were an australian jazz band from 1982 (laughs) to
1: 1985
0: (laughs) That's, that's they the reference I were going for. Were
1: they all also serial killers? We do have a lot of those. Little known fact, the Benders play at Snowtown. But,
0: like, the wife was named El- Elvira. It sounds kind of evil. Like, as a name. Yeah. If your name's Elvira, Sorry. what a vibe.
1: You know how, like, sometimes you, like someone will tell you, like, oh, I almost named you this. And it's like a name that you're like, thank fuck no one named me that. So
0: they don't know what happened to the Benders. Oh. Huh. They
1: just sort of, like, they found
0: bodies on the property and then they don't know what happened like there's no record of what happened to the benders. so it's
1: just like unsolved
0: yeah so they're like shit the fate of the family remains unknown with theories ranging from a lynching of the family to a successful escape much folklore and legend surrounds the benders making it difficult to separate fact from fiction
1: huh okay well then that's probably the reference they were going for then oh look at us go we're learning maybe we should tag this podcast as educational
0: okay so it looks like they operated like an inn
1: Making travelers who come through. I think I knew about that. I reckon I listened to that on um, actually on a podcast called um, And That's Why We Drink, which I adore. It's hilarious. If you haven't listened to it, you absolutely should. I reckon they covered that in one of their, I think, not like early, early episodes, but I think they're over there at like 260 episodes now. I want to say that the one about that is maybe in like within the first 50 or something. But yeah, no, I'm not surprised that you didn't guess what this episode was going to be about. But I just, I wanted to ask because I was just interested in what you thought. The first thing that I want to talk about in the episode is that there's a lot of, like, humour. And it's funny because I forgot. And, like, going back and rewatching it, it doesn't seem like this episode would be particularly funny. But there are some really great, like, just moments that are just... I don't know I they just add this like levity to it and I really appreciate it because I find like it makes the episode more entertaining but I also kind of feel like it pulls me out a little bit from the actual horror of the situation at the very start there's like the little back and forth that Dean has with like the young kid and they're like shading on Sam for his like preference in Godzilla movies I think Dean says like he likes the remake and the kid literally just goes yuck (laughs) And it's, like, such a fun little
0: moment. But no, okay. So, that actually, this Wikipedia page does mention the Benders. Oh, okay. Right? And this is what it has to say. So, season one, episode 15, 2006. Yeah. Of the TV series, Supernatural, titled The Benders, alludes to the historical Benders in a number of ways. Set in contemporary Hibbing, Minnesota, it features a family of thrill killers named Pa, Missy, Lee, and Jared Bender. So, apparently, their last name is Bender, whose downfall ultimately comes from a sheriff looking for her missing brother. That is why it is called The Benders... And it is going to be apparently their family. Oh, huh. I, I did not notice that. No, I don't think they, did they say it in the episode at all? Uh, I feel like I would have noticed that
1: because yeah. then that would have been like,
0: ah, now it makes sense why the name is fucking The Benders. Benders.
1: Yeah, maybe they did, but I didn't notice. One of the things that I do really like about this episode, and it's something that doesn't happen a lot in Supernatural, is that the like antagonists of the episode are just people. Like, they're just people. There's no supernatural, demonic... I
0: was sitting there waiting for the twist to happen and it'd be like, you know, like Scarecrow or something where it's like, it's just people, but also like, it's just people feeding like an ancient god.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And it just doesn't happen. No. And I love that Sam and Dean are like so shocked by this. Like, I love that, you know, when Sam's like, he finds himself, he's been kidnapped, he's like in the cage and he's talking to uh, Alan, I think, or Jenkins, is that his name? alan jenkins i think yes and he's like what do they look like and he's like i don't fucking know like see for yourself and Sam's like oh they're just people he's like yeah dude what were you, what were what you, you expecting? expecting and then dean shows up and he's like dude get this they're just people <laughs> and dean i think later in the episode he's just like when you're working with like demons he's like demons i get there's rules and there's patterns and there's like you know things that you can know he's like people people are just crazy (laughs) and it's yeah it's so funny like watching them have to figure out their way when there is no law and there is no there are no
0: defining principles that guide people who are hunting other people for sport yeah it's not a case (laughs) there are no
1: principles at all i would suggest
0: demons in that like As established in Phantom Traveller, like, they can only possess people with a chink of the armor. They can only... And they're more powerful when they're outside of a body, but they're more vulnerable. And it's, like, so you you sort of know what's happening, but also, like...
1: Yeah, and there's ways you can deal with them. Like, you can exercise them, and, like, later on in the show, you'll, like, learn about devil traps and, like, uh, other various methods of demon containment and, and things. But, yeah, when it's people, it's just, like people like it's unpredictable they could be doing anything they could literally make any choice they're not like people are ruled
0: by the laws of like people but it's also like you can't set up a devil trap for a people
1: for a people people. (laughs) yeah exactly like there's no special sigil or something that you can use it's just people people
0: (gasps) while we're talking about people please tell me the cop makes a reappearance later on in the series
1: does she become reoccurring Or do we never see her again? We never see her again. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like all of the characters you like are one-off characters who we never, ever interact with again. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. I'm so sad.
0: Because I really liked her as a character. And like... Dino shares to her in the car. like Yeah. He's just straight up like bearing his soul to her. And I'm like, oh, maybe they might make her like a recurring character. Like the actress looks kind of familiar and I didn't know if it's because I've like, I've seen
1: her somewhere else. Or if like, I've seen her like gift sets or anything on Tumblr. Do you know, I thought she looked familiar too, but I don't think it's from Supernatural. Unless they reuse the actress because they do reuse actors and actresses occasionally. Like the kid from Bugs. Yeah, the kid from Bugs Who comes back and I think season like seven. And Jenny the vampire. They don't reuse her, she, so she yeah, just she becomes comes, a recurring character. She comes back to play the same character. So yes, no, she's she was a really fun character. I kind of wish she hadn't killed the dad, pa, yeah. the pa. Is that what they, they Yeah, they refer them? to him as I understand why. And the like the anger and the grief that she was overcome with and the fact that they were trying to murder her and you know, I understand why. And the fact That when she asked him, just like, why did you do this? Like, why did you kill my brother? Like, why did you put us through this? And he just starts laughing and says, because it's fun. Like, I get why she killed him. I understand her rationale in that. And like, the emotions that led to that. But I also think that it's like, he didn't have to suffer for what he did. You know, I just feel like... When but also, I feel like if, the, like, the father had been left alive... Yeah. ...might have
0: complicated things in terms of, like, the story and that. But then again, they leave, like, one of the older brothers alive, don't they? Yeah. Because one of the they're brothers
1: dies. The, they're just in the cage. Does one of them die? I think one of them dies. I thought they were just both locked up in the cages. And then the, the daughter is locked in a closet in the house. Mm. Because, for me, I just think if whoever has... And in this instance, we are talking about people, so it's not like you know should a vampire live or die it's should this person who is objectively a
0: horrible person yeah
1: who's hunting and kidnapping people for sport like i just think this man should have had to go through the proper channels and been charged and convicted and his death kind of feels like a cop-out like he didn't have to live with any consequences for his actions he just Kept making those choices until he just died, and like death is a punishment in its out and of itself. But I just feel like it's kind of I don't know. People may disagree with me on that.
0: I don't, I don't really think I have an opinion one way or the other. I think I understand why she killed him. Though, so let's talk about that sister man. Fucking creepy oh, as hell.
1: She's freaky. The casting. Yeah, she's incredible. That little actress, I don't know what, like, I don't know what she's doing now. Curious as to whether she's done anything else. But she's fantastic. The way, like, she commands the, like, tension in those scenes. I don't know, like, child actors, like, obviously they're children. So it's like, it can be pretty hit and miss whether or not their, like, performances are believable. But hers was just very, very good. And, oh, I wanted to talk about, actually, when... Dean is, like, sneaking around the house when he's, like, found Sam and he's found uh, the cop's name. Kathleen. Kathleen, thank you. Um, He's found Sam and he's found Kathleen down in the cages in the basement and he realises he has to go find the key. That whole sequence, first of all, of him interacting with Sam, Sam saying, you know, it's over by that control box and him being like, oh, I need a key, I better go find the key. And then him sneaking through the house. While there's that quite, like, jaunty music playing and then the guy is very clearly, like, butchering up the person. I hated the sound effect they used for, like, the The scoring of the bone. Yeah, yeah. It gave me very much, like, video game vibes. Like, have you ever seen or played any of the Resident Evil? No. Okay, it really, really gave me Resident Evil 7 vibes. I've seen someone play it through, one of my old roommates used to play it, and it it's very much like a decrepit house, a family, like, who are all Let's a talk bit... about the decrepit house for a second, though, because that's yeah. interior
0: design goals.
1: I want my home to look like that when I build it. You're going to have a jar of decorative teeth. Yes. A hundred percent. And a mobile made out of bones. Yeah. I love the bit where he, like, sort of clatters into it, and he's like, shh, and then he, like, looks at what he's touching, and he's like, oh my god, that's a pelvis, like... <laughs> Oopsies. But yeah, I... Sorry, I interrupted you for no, that. No, that's okay. Pressing. It really gave me, like, Resident Evil vibes. And I actually really love when you have, like, a really horror setting and you've just got, like, jaunty, like, upbeat music as, like, a backdrop in that... I just That disconnect makes it all more unsettling. The contrast between the two is just... I find it so effective. And they do it a couple other times through the series as well. And it's some of my favourite scenes. I just find it is just really, really fun. And yeah, that whole that whole section where he's going through the house and it's just chopping and him finding people bits and the music and it's just, oh, I just loved it.
0: Okay, let's talk about the scene directly before that though where he's handcuffed to the car, right? Yes. And yes. he's just managed to get the antenna off to uh-huh. be able to pick the locks, right? He starts picking the lock on his side of the handcuffs, right? Uh-huh. But then it cuts to the next shot and the handcuffs are no longer attached to the car.
1: I don't know how handcuffs work.
0: Well, you. Each side <laughs> locks individually. Does it? Yes. Like, it's not like a case of, like, you unlock one side and both sides unlock. No, they unlock individually. Each oh. side has its own locking mechanism. But he starts working on his side.
1: Maybe he does both. Maybe he's super quick, super speedy. <laughs> or maybe, okay, maybe he just, like, Maybe he, like, undoes the one that's, like, attached to the car and then he, like, later takes the one off himself. No, no, no. Or are you saying he starts with no, the one... No, he starts
0: with the one that's attached to himself. And then it cuts to the next scene where he's gone. Like, and you're like, oh, yes, thank God he got away. He's no longer handcuffed to the car. Yeah. Right. And there's no handcuff attached to the handle. Yeah. Which means that, like, did he start unlocking the one that was for him? Like, on, that was on his wrist, and then he realized, like, that's a bad idea, then they'll see the handcuffs, so he unlocked the other, he stopped midway through and unlocked the other one, and then removed the other one later, because they should still be attached to the car, because he's working on the handcuffs, and the way it is shot implies there is not enough time to unlock one side of the handcuffs versus two side of the handcuffs.
1: Jamie, I think this relies on most people not knowing that intimately how handcuffs work, because <laughs> I've literally never questioned this. How do you know that about him? Hand- how do you know that about handcuffs? Not from fucking experience. <laughs> You're like, oh yes, from the 17 times I've been arrested. <laughs> no, I just know how handcuffs
0: work. Did you never get like toy handcuffs as a kid?
1: No. <laughs> Wait, but like Jamie, your toy handcuffs—how similar to life are they going to be? Similar enough. <laughs> Look,
0: i You don't follow look, me, so I'm going to Google it and find well,
1: proof. Tell you what, why don't we order some handcuffs online? It'll look funny in our Google history, but we won't talk about it. And we can we can have like an in-depth review on handcuff quality and yes, unlockability. Yes, they they basically the way basic handcuffs
0: work, which yeah. is the like it's a basic pair of handcuffs. You saw it, right? You've got the two cuffs and they're connected by a chain.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just the chain. Why would unlocking one side oh, unlock both right. sides?
1: stupid yes that's <laughs> what i mean <laughs> oh i didn't even think of that yeah of course because they're fucking separate they're separate cuffs, cuffs. i'm like imagining
0: this
1: because i'm stupid
0: it, they're not like the modern version where they're like it's like a bar between and like there's the yeah. lock in the middle like they're they are like the the normal like ones with the length. chain in the middle
1: oh well he's just super speedy then <laughs> that is that's the not answer. the answer <laughs> Well, what's your answer? He's Houdini? Supernatural is stupid. <laughs> and they got it wrong. Supernatural didn't do enough research into handcuff. It's oh. bad direction is what it is. Why didn't they just
0: have him start picking the lock on the one that was attached to the car? And then it would make sense. It would be no
1: issue. Actually, I'm going to derail this a little bit. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I haven't done that yet. It's fine. I want to talk about plot consistency, right? There is none. But there is some. There <laughs> is some. Because in this episode, when Dean goes to register Sam as a missing person, the cop pulls up the file and finds Dean Winchester, who is deceased, and his description, and that he was, like, you know, a murderer and stuff. So we know Dean is canonically dead dead to the government. D-E-D dead. D-E-D dead. (laughs) And I love there is this quote where... She's like, oh, you know about his brother, Dean? He's like, oh, yeah. He was Dean, very handsome. Kind of the black <laughs> sheep of the, sheep with the, the family. family. Handsome, though. <laughs> this is why you are bad at lying to people. Although what I did realize is John was not on the database. No. It only just showed Sam and Dean. And it's like, you'd think that John would have registered on the police database at some point. I mean, even as just like a witness. Well, yeah, to
0: Mary's death. Yeah. Yeah yeah because that was before he was like there's no reason why he wouldn't talk to the police
1: about mary's that is something can we talk about the kidnapping for a second when they are dragging the people like under the cars and stuff first of all they show sam's feet who the fuck stands with their feet so close together it's like not very (laughs) balanced like it would be so easy to just push him over and he is like top heavy so he'd fall he's a tall boy I don't understand why they drag them under the car to like, abduct them. I didn't understand that, that either. Seem... I think it's just to like trick the audience into thinking it's a monster, because like the kid at the start is like, it was a monster. And you know, um, I think it's just like to sort of The van makes the monstery sound. but Yeah, to like false sense of like understanding. My thing is, when they're dragging him over the asphalt, I was looking at his fingers and I was like, oh my god, that is going to shred your fingers like a fucking cheese grater. It made me so uncomfortable. I had to like Clench my hands and be like, My fingers are okay, my fingers are okay, my fingers are okay. But are they? Oh, and then just like the last episode later, when they're like trying to torture Dean to get information, and they've got the hot poker and they put it right by his eyeball, just like the last episode with the knife, and you can like see. The poker reflected in his fucking eye. Even just, like, the heat, actually, from that poker being that close to your eye would do some, like, intense damage, I reckon. I
0: wonder how they shot that. Like, is it just, like, a poker painted, like, orange? Like, bright yellow? They just dipped it in, like, a neon, like, high-vis paint like he would for, like, Because Like, markers. surely they wouldn't just use, like, a hot poker. Like, surely they wouldn't oh. use the real, thing. Like, like, I don't know about you, but that seems like an unnecessary safety risk. Okay, let's talk about for a minute Sam Dean's... Like, their habit of discussing things that should not be discussed in public, in public.
1: Yeah, in the bar.
0: They are sitting in the bar (laughs) having this conversation. What? I know. Why? I know, it's so, so questionable. At least, at least they weren't openly discussing crimes
1: this week. Yeah. Like, they were discussing crimes, but, like, not their crimes. So it's (laughs) slightly better. I think like sometimes they just say things without thinking. Like even fucking again, the torture scene with Dean and they're like threatening him and he's like, oh, eat me, and then he's like, wait, no, you actually might <laughs> you know, like I feel like those boys just like they weren't raised to have filters. No. You know? And so they're just like, yeah, this is a normal conversation that I can have in a crowded public space. That's fine. It's not.
0: It yeah, it's <laughs> that that's sort of that's my one question. What is it about the Winchesters that made them decide, I'm just going to talk about really inappropriate things in a public place? They just weren't
1: raised with
0: normal life in mind, I guess. Talking about not having a normal life, I was kind of expecting Sam's telekinesis to come back in this episode.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because it's like they've just established it. And I was expecting, especially considering it was Sam who got kidnapped.
1: Mm. Like, I was just sort of expecting, like, maybe that's how they're going to get the cage unlocked. Maybe he would try and move the lock mechanism. That would have made a lot of sense. Instead, he pulls on a pipe and discovers a bracket. Wow. I mean, it does end up (laughs) saving his life, but also,
0: like... I love when the guy's like, oh, thank God, a bracket! (laughs) (laughs) But then that dude
1: immediately falls for the very obvious, like, the cage is unlocked for a reason thing. Although, to be fair, if I was that dude... I wouldn't assume they were going to hunt me for sport. Like, of all of the possible scenarios of how that situation ends, being hunted for sport, not the top of my list of assumptions. Oh my god, also, when Dean's like sneaky sneaking around looking for the keys and he comes across their like trophy room, and it's like all the photos of them with like various corpses. Can you imagine having to pose for those prop shots? Fuck yeah! That would be the dream! I like, I was looking at that, I was like I feel like that photo shoot was really fun. (laughs) Like, it's horrifying. But I also think the actors involved would have had a ball, you know? Because like, it's horrifying, but they know it's horrifying, so it's like, you have fun with it. But also you've got to,
0: like, they're posing in character as well, and these characters are like insane insane yeah also i didn't think these characters were very smart considering at one point he's like their father's like because i'm pretty sure dean just threatened to like kill him if he hurt sam yeah and then i'm just sitting here thinking yeah, but you brought it on yourself you were hunting people for sport If you didn't want people to get really fucking pissed off with you
1: Mm -hmm. and then
0: want to murder you for hunting people for sport, you shouldn't have
1: hunted people for sport. Yeah, and it's like, he's real fucking rich coming from this guy because he literally says to the cop, he's like, you hurt my family. She's like, you fucking killed my brother. Bro, this is not a one-way street. And you started it. Yeah, you opened this up. If you hadn't been murdering people, none of this would have happened.
0: And so I found it really funny that, like, they're... These characters, I think they're kind of stupid. They don't seem very bright at all. To be but fair. But then they've rigged up this entire fucking, like,
1: timer-automated, like, cage system. and Seems like they haven't had an education. No. Full stop. Also, the, like, par guy says that it's, like, a tradition that's been going for generations. So it makes me think that maybe at some point there was, like, a beginning person who, like, set everything up. And then just taught the subsequent generations how to, like, yeah, maintain but then like it. The the technology is still, like, it doesn't look, like, outdated or
0: anything. Which, if it's True. been going... It's like... There's another thing. And the father, Pa, says that they only hunt one or two a year. Because otherwise it's noticeable. Too much attention. Yeah. Too much attention. But they've got multiple cages. Like, they have, like, three or four cages. Why do you have so
1: many cages if you only ever hunt, like, a couple of people a year? Speaking of the cages... I love the dude, Alan Jenkins or whatever, he had so many good one-liners. <laughs> I've, just, I've just written down a whole bunch of quotes from him because I didn't want to forget them. Literally, Sam asks him when he first wakes up, he's like, where are we? And he's like, I don't know, man. I think the country smells like the country. I'm like, bro, you are in a cage in a basement. It smells like nothing. It does, Well, it doesn't smell like nothing, but it doesn't. You can't tell what the air quality is from your cage in the basement.
0: Like maybe. No, they're not in the basement. They're in the shed. The I basement thought... is where the murder layer is, where they like dismember all the bodies and
1: shit. Oh, with like the and have all room. the trophies. Yeah,
0: no, they are in a shed on the property. They're not in the oh, actual like house. A barn. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, so they that can hundred
0: percent smell what the air smells like and like because I was country air the... has a very distinctive like shit smell. <laughs> I don't mean that, really, but like you know how cities <laughs> yeah. have like like pollution smoggy smell. Yeah, country have, like, is typically a... it's like a fresh, cow poo. but it, like it smells like manure because you've got animals around.
1: Yeah, and hay and, and hay and like fertiliser. Yeah. yeah. it's not Okay, that makes a lot more sense. A I was like Sir or... Your nose is not that powerful. I was like, you can't smell through like concrete. That's just not how noses work. It is also probably some of the better exhibits of stunts and fight choreography, I think, that we've seen so far this season. Um, oh, you mean Medine's
0: just getting like literally thrown around constantly?
1: <laughs> like I more mean like uh, specifically Sam and Kathleen when they're sort of like hiding uh, in and around the barn and they're sort of having the fight with the two brothers and the dad. Well, I could think when um
0: Kathleen like drops down is like Yippee ki <gasps> hey, motherfucker! I literally
1: said out loud, "Spider monkey, just like Bella Twilight." <laughs> <laughs> and literally, my roommate was like, "What?" <laughs> My other roommate laughed because she went through a twilight phase.
0: <laughs> but yes, no. I really, got... the true indication of a person. Did you go through a twilight phase? Okay, so the lighting in this episode.
1: What about it? <laughs> it was
0: bad? It was bad. How did I know? <laughs> but there was one shot that I really loved the lighting of. Okay. Which slightly made up for it. It's when the wi- light's coming through the shutters in the window. I love that shot. Gorgeous. A plus. Did you notice that shot?
1: No. Am I
0: alone? I really liked it. I thought it was a really creative <laughs> use of lighting. It did really benefit from the show overall being quite dark because yeah. it really made that moment stand quite out. stark and stand out. But then the rest of the lighting in the episode was kind of shitty, so I was like, eh, Balances out. It's fine. Um, to be fair,
1: and I know this is the wrong episode now, but in the previous episode, Nightmare, I thought the lighting was quite good. Look, in Nightmare, it wasn't egregiously bad, but I wouldn't describe it as good. <laughs> sure. But yes, no, obviously this episode is quite dark. I think it doesn't help a lot of the episode happens during the night time um and also a lot of the ha- episode happens inside a house that seems to have no real internal light source like it all seems to be just based on natural light windows, windows. which are pretty dirty and also again interior design goals. oh my goodness can you imagine like a mary condo or like queer eye style show where they just go into houses like that and just like you know those like tiktoks or whatever where people are just pressure cleaning stuff and it's like really satisfying to just watch all of the dirt get blown away and like you can get those like vacuum cleaner but they're like got water in them and you do them on the couch and it like takes all the grime out of it i know what you're talking about but also like i just would really love to see someone do that to that set i would watch like a hundred tiktoks in a row of someone just pressure cleaning that house I watched a video of someone cleaning off really dusty solar panels the other day. It was really... I just... I don't know what it was. I was just, like, vibing with it. Sorry. I just really want to deep clean that house. (laughs) Get Bob in on it. It'll be a team effort. It'll be great. Bob's new reality TV show.
0: (laughs) Murder houses. Murder houses.
1: Oh my god, did you hear about that reality show, which was literally about, like... It was, like, real estate, but it was specifically for houses where murders had happened? Yeah. Like, that show. But it's just Bob cleaning. But no one can see Bob so it's just like floating like oh. mops and so you're creating
0: an entire concept now
1: <laughs> yes yes i'm gonna pitch it to the cw okay <laughs> i think it would be very fun to clean that house but that's completely irrelevant to the point i was making which is that the lighting wasn't that bad in the last episode and i think it makes sense in the this episode because of the location so i think
0: i've sort of worked it out it's not that the lighting on supernatural is ever good it's <laughs> just the case of like There are certain episodes where the lighting makes more sense than others. And therefore, it is better in context. Sure. (laughs) But the lighting is still kind of shit. So, when they're talking about, like, about how people sort of don't just disappear. And, like, people have just been disappearing for years and people are just... Oh, yeah. Right? And it's like, yeah, but that's literally what your father did. (laughs) Like, that is is literally what your father
1: did. Dad's missing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that there was the, like, thought there that he might be dead. Speaking of which, it's been a couple episodes since we've thought about John. Thank God. <laughs> where where do you think John is at the moment? Because we haven't really heard anything from him since, what, home? When we knew he was with Missouri? Yeah. So he gets mentioned last episode, but he's not, like, in the episode, obviously. Yeah. We don't know where John is.
0: No. So at this point in my timeline of my alternate reality supernatural, uh huh. he's just finished up drinking on his bender and now he's nursing... Back to health. The worst hangover possible.
1: (laughs) That's your your, your theory? Fair enough, honestly. Speaking of John and parenting, I wanted to quickly touch on, again, Dean actually voicing out loud this feeling that he has that he is responsible for Sam and that he has to keep Sam safe. And, like, it all stems from, like, the night with the fire and him having to take Sam out of the fire. And um, I just think it's really interesting because, like, a lot of that stuff is... Typically, not actually voiced. Like, you can infer it from his behaviors. Behaviour and dialogue and context. But it's interesting to have him actually voice it voluntarily as well to another character and say, I feel responsible for him. I have to keep him safe. I have to look out for him. That
0: is a whole ass mood, though.
1: Have you never met a stranger and just wanted to, like, tell them everything about your life? Sometimes it's easier, honestly, to talk to someone that you've never met than it is to talk to people that you actually know very well. And I think it's because there's no consequences. It's like, if you say something to a friend, you run the risk of losing that friendship. But if you say something to a stranger, it's like, well, I'll probably never see you again, so... I'm
0: really sad that we don't see her again.
1: Yeah. She is a very fun character. All of the female characters seem to be very similar so far. Really cool and underappreciated and we never see them again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also
0: like they're all, they're all obviously different characters, but like with a couple of notable exceptions, a lot of these like sort of one-off female characters feel very similar in terms of their vibes. You're not wrong. Like I think some of the exceptions to this for me are Layla from Faith and Missouri from Home. Like the sister in Mendigo feels very similar to this character who feels very similar to Becky in...
1: Skin. Skin and... Yeah. Yeah. And the flight attendant in, in Phantom Phantom Traveler, Traveler. And, and... you're... Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. It's kind of like they're copy-pasting the same... Yeah. Not
0: like, but... they're slightly different. Uh, and um, uh, the widow in Dead in the Water.
1: Yeah, you're
0: right. Very similar. I mean, obviously, from last episode, Nightmare, the stepmom
1: different again. Different again. But she but... was portrayed as kind of a villain. antagonist. Yeah. yeah. So that's... Yeah, separate again. Yeah, it's very much like... I find that a lot of the sort of like
0: victim female characters. Or just like accomplice like like victim
1: adjacent, like Yeah. Like they're on the boys team, team. whether they realise it or not. not. Yeah. Yeah. They they give very similar vibes. Yeah, very similar like outlooks and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, but I guess you're right. It's very much like a cookie cutter approach. I guess they're just kind of slotting them in. <laughs> yeah, and it is it is very much like, oh, we have them for one episode, and then it's like, lol, bye. Yeah. Even um, Cassie sort of fits into this. Yeah, actually. Even like, I mean, she has the other dynamic of being a love interest. But... The competency and... I mean, look, it's great that they're competent, and it's great that like, you know, these characters... It just feels very sort of... They have the same vibe. That Like, I don't know how it's to It's like the token for... female character yeah. in every episode, rather than like having different... Stories, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, very much the same. And
0: it's always like you know the the person who's got killed is their you know their wife or their sister or their they're somehow victim adjacent. Yeah, it's it's just weird. They have the same vibe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like they're not the same character, but
1: they have the same vibe. One other thing that I wanted to mention that I'm shocked that you haven't brought up actually. It's a music note when now you're speaking my language when Sam is kidnapped. And Dean's, like, frantically searching for him outside the bar. Did you notice, like, the music in that scene? It is hilarious. It feels comedic. Like, it's very much like... You know that circus sort of music where it's like... You want to know what the funny thing is about that scene? (laughs) What? I noted the
0: music and I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this because Bethany's going to look at me with that blank look (laughs) where I'm like, but did you hear the music here? And Bethany's going to be like, no, not at all. I take no note of music cues. It was so
1: funny. It was just because like it kept like... It was, like, dramatic, but it, it was, like, the wrong kind of dramatic, and it just didn't work, and it was, oh, it was funny. My roommate was like, he literally looks like a mum who's, like, lost their kid at Woolies. Like, you know when you're, like, running through the aisles? Like, where is Timmy? You saying where's Timmy just reminded
0: me of the scene in which um, Jenkins calls Sam Sammy. I'm sorry, but in what universe do you get told, hi, my name's Sam, and you immediately start calling him Sammy? Yeah. Like, I understand being kidnapped together bonds people but also that's assuming a level of familiarity
1: that you don't have i also feel like it's different like if he was introduced as samuel and he started mm. calling him sam less weird than being introduced as, as sam and starting to call him sammy like I, I understand
0: they included it for like the emotional like character development like only dean calls me sammy sort of moment but yeah, also, like
1: kind of yeah it's like a weird choice by jenkins it's a weird choice if I introduced myself as Beth and then people called me Bethany, it's just wrong. Yeah, see, I don't have that. My name is Jamie. Yeah. Try to shorten that for I me. Mean, but... I mean, I call you Jay, but that doesn't suit you. And also, when I think of Jay, I think of that guy from Play School. Just some Australian content there. Wow, we, we haven't brought up the fact that we we're Australian in a couple of episodes. It was I really brought missing. It up. I, re- I literally brought it up this episode when I was talking about serial kills. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> It's okay. We didn't mention being Australian last episode. Uh, I don't even remember what we talked about last episode. My memory's gone. Okay, so I think that brings us to the end of today's episode. Jamie, did you want to go ahead and rate the episode out of five?
0: I think I'm going to give it a three. Probably give it a little higher, but it just there's a lot of things that it sort of builds in and then they just never pay off. It's a good episode. It just feels kind of underwhelming. It's an interesting concept. And it's something different that I haven't done before in terms of the human villains, not supernatural ones. Yeah. But for me, it just... I don't know. Something about it, it just felt flat. It was just, like,
1: lacking in something. Just lacking in some way. No worries. The next episode on the list is called Shadow. Do you have any thoughts, predictions, hopes, fears? Is a shadow demon a thing? You Like,
0: I don't know how to explain it. Like, in my mind, there's, like, a whole bunch of folk tales about, like, shadows that come alive well like peter pan yeah like peter pan but like terrifying maybe something like that a creature who like passes from shadow to shadow
1: oh like the doctor who do i always bring it back to doctor who Is No, this... you say things and i'm like oh like doctor who <laughs> um but yeah like uh, the library yeah in doctor who so
0: like maybe maybe it's like sentient shadows mm. they're like murdering people I feel like it's the sort of title that will make more sense when me watch the episode.
1: Yeah. Is there anything you're hoping to get out of it, like plot wise? I want female character
0: who's gonna last more than one episode. Well <laughs> I don't know, Jamie,
1: that's a pretty fucking tall order. <laughs> I know.
0: I don't think I'm gonna get it. But like I a girl can dream. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> girl can goddamn dream or maybe just a female character that doesn't give me the
1: same vibe as all the other female characters fair new vibes new That's vibes well. new vibes different vibes okay so that'll be fun we'll get to have a chat next week and see how correct or incorrect you are about your predictions i'm getting worse as i go along we'll see if this one holds up If you would like to interact with us somewhere other than just listening to us ramble on for, I don't know, 40-ish minutes every week, uh, you can find Jamie on Twitter, maybe send her some home decor suggestions, jars of teeth and the whatnot. They'll go great, in her new house. (laughs) Um, And you can find her over on Twitter at driverpixpod. And if you want to get a hold of Bethany and just like,
0: she wants to see all of the movie scenes and TV scenes where the music just does not match the scene. Oh. Hell, maybe even send her some recommendations for the scene where Dan, Dean's trying to find Sam. See if you can find a better piece of music to fit that scene. <laughs> She's over on Tumblr at Driver Picks the
1: Podcast. Yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hopefully. Hopefully we haven't lost them. Who knows at this point? I think we've lost most people <laughs> by this point. Okay, bye.